Hey, I'm Kyla Graham. I am an accountant who's passionate about helping nonprofit leaders speak confidently about their money. You are listening to the Nonprofit Nuggets podcast. And before we get into the episode, got to give you this disclaimer. Any accounting, business, or tax advice in this here podcast is not intended as a thorough, in-depth analysis of your specific issues. It's not a substitute for a formula opinion. It is not good enough to avoid tax-related penalties. Gotta tell you this because don't want y'all coming for me. Back to the episode. Hey, did you know we have an online training course? Yep, we have a six-week training course, Impact Basics, which is all about helping you connect the mission with the resources and how funds are being spent. This training course is for you if you are seeing money as an obstacle and there's a disconnect between your fundraising and distribution. If you have so many roles that take up your time, but you know you need a better understanding of your finances. This is also for you if you want to learn at your own pace. Why? Because the modules are recorded, so you get to go through them during your schedule, not on mine, with the exception of our weekly Q&A calls. If you want more details and you think this might be a fit, definitely head over to our website, synergyimpactbasics.com. Of course, the link will be in the show notes. Well, I guess the next natural <laughs> route to go then is like, what type of organizations is it that you work with? So you, I understand the sectors, but is there like a size, especially for nonprofits, since that is most of the people who will be listening to this podcast. So what about those? So um, I do set aside some time throughout the year to work with startups, um, either on a planning capacity or um, help them with one or two projects. Um, So size typically has not mattered because I won't say that I don't work with any organizations who were between zero to three years old. That's not the case. Um, It really will depend on availability of myself and my staff. Um, We tend to have a little bit more time later in the fall for those types of um, one-time projects. Um, For right now, where our firm is, we currently have longer-term multi-year contracts with the government entities. And so with also with businesses as well. So a lot of these businesses are still considered small you know, by SBA standards, but even for the nonprofits, but they typically have revenues over 50,000 or at least six figures. Okay. And we're black. Um, People have not, if people are not watching on the screen, we are both black people. Um, (laughs) One of the questions I started asking was, hey, especially for my white counterparts, are what black led organizations have they worked with before? So just so we can understand some of the cultural context Mm -hmm. comes to the table and what may be missing. Um, But for you, with your experience being, like you said, you run a business that is minority um, and women owned. What are some of the things that you see that you're like, I know I've learned this because of my position, but other people could benefit if they had just had to put this together in the way that I see the world. That makes sense. I think it does. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that I stress with everyone, especially when you're talking about 
large scale community change. Um, I've had to do this even working within government. Um, we have a large project that needs to be that needs to happen, and there are multiple stakeholders at the table. First, I would say whatever program or project you're working on, don't do it alone. Nothing is done alone. You need a team. You need other stakeholders to be there with you. And then especially if you are talking about funding that with anybody else's money besides your own that comes from your pocket, that comes with you need to have other stakeholders at the table. You need to build a relationship with them. You need to build that trust there. You need to be good stewards of their money that they may give towards your project. You need to build trust within the community. And so I would say for any organization, whether you're black, white, whatever, the key is, is to talk to people get to know and understand who they are, what motivates them, that type of thing, and truly build a relationship with them where you're actually interested in helping them and serving them. If you go into any situation with a mind of service first, the universe, my God, whatever, always provides because the end goal is that you're not doing this for yourself. It's not what you're doing for the public is not for ego stroke. <laughs> it is not to get paid. It is honestly to help and serve others. And if you keep that in mind um, and actually add value while building these relationships, the rest will come. And so I employ anyone you we can stay within our own communities, that's great, but you still need to understand how to work outside of your community and with other um, minority groups, other groups led by different genders. You need to just be a people person and understand how to work together. And that yields the greatest benefits. Yeah, I love that. The idea of if you put service first, like not the idea, mm -hmm. truly the principle of if you put people, put service first and put, let your ego go, that yes. is where you're going to see the biggest change and impact. So, exactly. yeah. All right. So. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Nonprofit Networks Podcast.